everyone, welcome back, or everyone, welcome back um, to the Water Fountain Podcast. My name is Liz Parsons. My name is Lauren. And she's too scared to give out her last name, so um, if you want to find one of us, you're going to have to find me. Um, but she is willing to give out her social security, so yes. stay to the end for that, Yes, and you will be set. Um, good. Uh, it's been a while. It always, it always kind of gets away from us. We got busy lives. Well, one of us does. <laughs> um, <laughs> we both do. Just, yeah. Well, there's been a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. So today's yeah. date is 12 30th, 2020. And I think a lot of people are, myself kind of included, uh, really relying on this year to be over this week. Yes. What about you, Lauren? How do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm stuck in between being shocked that it's almost over, but also very excited that it's over. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to think like, oh, just because the year 2020 is over, um, that everything that happened in this year is, is not going to carry over into 2021. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the things I feel right now aren't going to carry in, but like at the same time, have a hope that things will be different and right. I'll be able to handle them better in 2021. Like there isn't a magic shift on January 1st, but. Right. Like Friday isn't going to come and then suddenly everything is fixed. <laughs> yeah. Unless like Jesus decides to mix in a lot of grace with this new year. That's true. That is Grace true. and champagne. Grace <laughs> and champagne. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're just going to like, we're going to talk about the new year, but we're not going to dwell on the old year, but we're going to share some highs and lows of our 2020 and then let's talk about 2021. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Lauren, about with your like highs and lows? Um, yes. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, wait. What? Uh, so Lauren and I used to teach RE together. We did for a year. Oh, that was always yeah. fun. But we would make the, not make, but at the beginning of every class, it was the girl's favorite part. It took like 30 minutes yeah. some days and Liz got <laughs> mad, but Lauren... It was the best part of the class for them, so I should have just let them enjoy it. But they would share their roses and thorns instead of oh, highs yeah. and lows. And it was sweet. Oh, I miss those girls. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so roses and thorns of 2020, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, should we start with the thorns, the lows? Yeah. And then talk about some of the highs. Okay. Yeah. Well... I mean, obviously a low was the coronavirus. Uh, I think that's just a low for everybody. And trying to figure out how to live with the constant anxiety underlying everything else. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think I've mentioned here before that I am somebody who deals with anxiety and depression regularly anyways um and so having this new pandemic anxiety on top of everything has been interesting um but it's all right new coping mechanisms have happened um and yeah and it it helps that everybody's kind of going through the same feeling of just what's going on (laughs) so that helps to feel a little bit less alone in all of it i think even though we spent a lot of time alone (laughs) Well, I did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's definitely been been 
just tough in general, but everybody is feeling that. For the first half of this year, I was still living in an apartment by myself. And to be alone in general, to live alone is can be really hard, but also like really fruitful too. You learn a lot about yourself <laughs> when you're by yourself <laughs> and with yourself all the time. Um, but then living alone once Corona really started and having to deal with all of it by myself that definitely took took its toll on the loneliness factor but um a high I guess I'm just gonna jump right to the high the mm -hmm. high of of it all is that I moved in June yeah June I moved in June to a new apartment and got two new fantastic roommates. I, I love your roommates. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> they're so fun and they ha they have made a world of difference in my life this year. And yeah, so the first first half of 2020, um, yeah, struggled with loneliness kind of a lot, but also learned what loneliness is versus how to be alone, which I believe we did a podcast on. Oh, what? Wow. Shout out to our, like episode three yeah episode two. crazy how these podcasts happen um from the things that we're experiencing in our lives <laughs> <laughs> um yeah those are those are two of my highs and lows liz <laughs> i feel like my year like was so good at the i feel like i had opposite like i had a, such a good year at the beginning and i was like why is everyone saying this year sucks and then i had like the worst year at the end <laughs> but like you kind of had that flip yeah um which is really fun to navigate friendship while we're both in different places yeah. um kind of good though that we're we're balancing each other out we're there for yeah sure. yeah 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 um let's see some lows i like so i was in youth ministry at the beginning of this year which is so weird to think that that was this year mm -hmm. um and i left that job i have had hard time finding employment mm -hmm. that is going to sustain me financially and also like be a good fit for me spiritually um and so right now I am still searching for that so that's been a really like hard low for me just like trying to find a job um amidst the pandemic and just like having this passion to serve the church and well so in some capacity the church and yeah but I still have hope um mm -hmm. got some yeah anyways that's a low. Um, another low. These are like my two big lows. And like Lauren, you've heard these. We cry about these all the time. But <laughs> I'm going to share them with the internet. Um, I, up until this year, I had never experienced death. And I experienced it um, three times like in a month. And it was really hard. And mm -hmm. it's been like, it's been an interesting like, new parts of my heart are being revealed through it, which is beautiful, but well, it's yeah. also like, yeah, new, new parts of my heart and new parts of like Christ's heart, like in his suffering, like I know he's suffering for the loss that like I have endured as well. Um, but yeah, that just like, it just like sucks. Like 2020, like I, I want to blame this like number this year for like taking things from me. Um, but yeah, just life and um, yeah, trying to live through 
those sufferings. Anyways, let's talk about some highs. Um, cause I've had a lot of high highs too. I have to remember that. Yeah. Um, Oh, I welcomed two new people in my family this year. So I, in February, my sister had, um, a nephew or she had her son. <laughs> he's my <laughs> nephew and he's so cute and he's so adorable. And he's the most loving kid I have ever met in my life. Like the most gentle baby. Um, he's so sweet. Um, and then I also welcomed a not as sweet man. No, um, my sister got married. And so I have a new brother as well. So that's fun. Um, two new family members, the Parsons family is growing. That's always fun. And I, there I go saying my last name again. Whoops. Uh, (laughs) And I don't know. I like, I, I, I started recovering from an eating disorder that I struggled with for seven years. So that has been amazing. That has been so good for me and so good for my relationships with people. And just like, it's been so good. Mm-hmm. So that was, those are two very high highs. I'm and kind of two very low lows. If you guys have a job for me, let me know in the <laughs> comment section. Thank you. Um, if you would like Liz to become a full-time TikToker, uh, <laughs> send her a message, give her some encouragement. <laughs> um, but please don't ask me that because it wouldn't, mess with my head so much should I say that I don't know oh. I just like I would spend way too much time on that freaking app if I had if it was my job that's you know true. what I mean that's like, true I spend that much time on the app and it's not my job so <laughs> so maybe I should just get paid for it yeah exactly <laughs> um just kidding I'm kind of cleansed myself from that I there were periods like when I was in I mean everyone went through a self-isolation period probably this year but like mm-hmm. when my wasn't allowed to leave my room for two weeks. Oh my gosh. Lots of TikTok happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but you made some pretty, pretty good TikToks. I do have to say during that time. Oh my gosh. I'm a, I was obsessed. Yeah. Keep it, keep it coming. Oh yeah. Stop. No. <laughs> um, so now that we've kind of like semi digressed, di- semi digested 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and to not sound like these, um, annoying, like super hopeful Christians who <laughs> let's talk about how great 2021 is going to be. Let's be those annoying Christians. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But so I'm going to start with, um, a verse from Ecclesiastes. Wow. I am sorry that I am struggling to pronounce that. No, well, I'm not right. sorry, but so I'm just going to get into it. Chapter three. This was, uh, the, like in my lowest point when I was at my uncle's funeral, like this was the reading and it was just like, I just wanted to be so mad in a moment, but this reading was just so good. And it was like, my, actually my dad read it too. So like hearing your father speak these words to you when you're like, just so angry. I don't know. There's, it was a very powerful moment. So I want to share that with you guys. Um, chapter three, let's start with verse one. There's an appointed time for everything. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to skip to verse 11, chapter three, verse 11. God has made everything appropriate to its time, but has put the timeless into their hearts so they cannot find out from beginning to end the work which God has done. So everything appropriate to its time. It's like, it's, it's good to like hear these words. It's like, oh, okay. It makes more sense. I feel like we can if we don't know the way in which the Lord is working in our life, it's easy to say, well, 
screw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he even here? Is he even alive? You know, like those, <laughs> those doubts despair. But like when we hear these things from like, scripture, from the word of God, like we know that he is still working and like everything in its own time. And he put the timeless into our own hearts. Like we are, we're not going to know all the time. We're not going to know the way in which God is working in our hearts right now. Um, and that's good for me to hear right now because like, what the heck, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But, and it's not just me. I have to remember that. Like, it's not just me going through this, but like, so yeah, you listeners too, like, we're not going to know the ways in which he is like working right now. We're not going to know that right now. So, um, so don't be cold hearted like Liz and turn away from him. Um, welcome <laughs> him in even deeper and he, yeah, he's going to do cool things. So Yeah. Lauren, you have anything to say about that? Um, will you just read the whole thing one more time? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to read that first first too? Yeah. yeah. There is an appointed time for everything. And I'm just going to read a few extra verses too. Yeah, go for That it. I didn't read the first time. Okay. okay. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot the plant. A time to heal. A time to tear down. A time to build a time to weep, a time to laugh, to mourn, to dance. God has made everything appropriate to its time, but has put the timeless into their hearts so they cannot find out from beginning to end the work which God has done. I would just suggest you read Ecclesiastes chapter three, listeners, if you want to hear the whole thing, because I just kind of paraphrased that. So sorry. (laughs) No, yeah, I, I remember you... Liz, you texted me that verse, like, the day after the funeral when you heard it, and I... In, the day of. I, the day of, sorry. Yes. Um, and I remember thinking, like, yeah, this sounds familiar, but, whoa, those words are a beautiful. Like, so hard to hear, but also amazing. And the whole thing is full of these, like, what, what do I want? Dualities? Dichotomies? Is that the right word? I don't know. It's it's full of these ideas that are like opposite of each other, saying mm-hmm. that there's a time for all of them to happen. And I think that's just really reassuring in a weird way. It's like <laughs> it's a it's a dichotomy in itself that it's reassuring, but it's also so hard to hear that God has placed a desire in our hearts for the timeless. Like we have these desires that are good because they were given to us by God, and yet we can't fulfill them on our own. Which, you know, can bring us to this beautiful, almost dependency, or this co-workership, co-working. I don't know what the right word, I'm struggling with words today, wow. <laughs> but it can, it can lead us to have a desire to work with God and not just try and, and build our life on our own. Because ultimately, we don't necessarily know when the right time is for some of these things or these things will just happen like a death or a pandemic and if we don't keep that in mind that there's a time for everything it can be really easy yeah to to start to turn away from God and say what the heck are you doing (laughs) where are you right now Mm -hmm. and I think I I know I've felt that this year I think I mean we both have had conversations that were similar to those those words of what's going on <laughs> and, oh gosh yeah yeah so, and it's so yeah i feel like a lot of 
we're not alone in this. And like a lot of our 2020 was like engulfed in that. Mm-hmm. And like, the where are you? Like, like I'm, I'm trying to put forth my heart, like Jesus, like come into it. Where are you? Where are you in this? You know? Um, but yeah, this verse does help us like sit with that. Like, mm-hmm. no, it, he is there. Even yeah. If we can't feel him. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I also want to, talk about Luke yeah uh Mary's fiat and such and just like let's let's sprinkle a little bit more hope in this oh yeah um so that we can get pumped for 2021 <laughs> um this is one of my favorite verses yes good I lost it oh. <laughs> no 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 it's here it's here it's here it's at the beginning like it's come on okay sorry ready yes um well, basically, I'm just going to quote the one. So this is like the Annunciation. So Angel Gabriel came and said like, hey, um, Mary, do you want to be the mother of God? Um, hey, Mary, I'm um, just wondering. <laughs> just like, hey, what, what are you up to right now? Um, and he had just told her like, she, you know, she like, she was like, how can this be, you know? Um, but then he was like, Holy Spirit will combine it. He told her how it, would, how it would be. But then he said, he also like added in that his, her relative, her cousin, Elizabeth, um, was also conceived in her old age. And then he said, this is my quote, uh, Luke 1, 37, for nothing will be impossible for God. For nothing will be impossible for God. Um, and then it continues on. Mary said, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word, which is her fiat, right? Mm-hmm. So even before Mary says yes, even before she makes her fiat, like Gabriel's like, nothing will be impossible for God. Like he promises her that before she even says yes to like becoming the handmaid, becoming like the, the carrier of Jesus. So like, that's pretty hopeful. Like, Hey, does he say that to me? Nothing will be impossible for God before I say yes. Uh, let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) For nothing will be impossible for God. I have been repeating that to myself a lot lately, just to like increase the hope levels in my my consciousness right now hope 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 nothing's impossible for god and i trust in god (laughs) um sorry (laughs) so lauren do you want to talk about that at all um sure yeah i i think that the we have like two miraculous examples within this story too of things that should have been impossible but weren't because because people allowed allowed themselves to be instruments of God's grace. And mm-hmm. so that's the other part of it is that, like, n- yes, nothing is impossible for God when we're willing to work with him. You know? Like, mm-hmm. he could have just, the angel Gabriel could have just said, hey, Mary, um, God wanted this to happen, so it's going to happen. You're going to be pregnant and give birth. And maybe she still would have been like, okay, sure, you know. But the fact that he allowed Mary to have a hand in it and to have a say. And she could have said no if she wanted to. And nothing is impossible with God if we are willing to work with him. And if we're willing to give him our yes and our fiat. Mm -hmm. And so that's, so Mary, this first miraculous example of the impossible coming to be um within a yes 
Um, and then another amazing example is, like you said, Zechariah and Elizabeth. Um, their story of wanting a child for so long and so, like, longing to have a baby but never being able to um, conceive and have a child and eventually kind of growing in this weariness of losing hope and then Mary comes along and says nothing's impossible for God you know <laughs> and because they allowed themselves to be instruments of grace they were able to conceive and have a child and have John the Baptist wow <laughs> and I Johnny B <laughs> Johnny B Wait, you watched um oh Outer Banks show? Outer Banks John B I never watched Weird. it, but I've heard, I've seen the Oh, you've heard, John B, John B. <laughs> like the, sorry. Anyways, John the John Baptist. Baptist. John the Baptist, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, I think these two couples, Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth and Zechariah, are great examples of hope and of feeling both hopeful and weary at the same time. Like, both couples... We're going through 2020s of their own <laughs> in their own way, you know? Mm -hmm. And yet they were still able to um, have hope and find joy in their own weariness and in their own tiredness or sadness or depression or whatever it is that we felt this year. We can look to them and say, hey, teach me how you did this. Teach me how you were still open to God and to having hope, even though it seems... It seems like everything is impossible for God. <laughs> yeah. I, you told me to pray with this verse. And that's like why I have been repeating it. You pray, told me to pray with St. Elizabeth. And oh, like, yeah. that's what like my main question with her was like, did you get upset with God? Like that he like waited so long to fulfill the promise or like, not even like, I mean, once he fulfills his promise, like it's hard to be upset. But like, did mm -hmm. you, were you like so impatient with him? Were you waiting? Were you upset in that waiting? Because I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Like, like how, what was that waiting like? Because she waited so long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she still had that hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine her and Zechariah just being so tired. Like, I imagine that waiting, like, because we don't know exactly how old they were, but like the gospel says they were of old age, like older than they should have been <laughs> to have a child mm -hmm. at that point. So I... Yeah, I I just imagine the waiting would just be so tiring, you know? Like, even just the past couple of months of, of waiting for this year to end <laughs> and try and find hope in Past couple left. of months? Holy crap. Sorry. <laughs> oh, past year? Should I have said that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just imagine it'd be exhausting, which, I mean, that's relatable. <laughs> Mm -hmm. waiting is exhausting <laughs> waiting and wondering and questioning and doubting and all of that is just you get tired after a while mm -hmm. isn't this so good that like this is relatable to us right now like mm -hmm. it's part of like the nativity story and so it's like something that we've been reflecting on right now in this season but like it's so relatable to this like horrible year did I just say horrible year I'm so sorry that I said that but don't apologize it's okay oh everybody's okay. thinking it <laughs> Everybody, everybody's thinking of it we're trying to be positive so. yeah yeah 
yeah, I guess that's maybe we should make a disclaimer. Uh, we're trying to be positive, but this is as much for our own <laughs> wellness and trying to maintain positivity <laughs> in our lives as as for anybody else that's listening. <laughs> right. We're trying to be positive, but we're trying to keep it real too. Yes. So, like, what do you want? What do you want? From us? So, <laughs> can't have both. <laughs> Not this year. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's a time for both. Time for positivity and a time for everything else. Oh my gosh. There. Add on to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, yeah. (laughs) We're going to edit the Bible. (laughs) We do not have the authority to do that. No, no. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. um, Did you have anything else to say about that? Or did we want to talk about our hopeful 2021? Let's talk about hope. Yeah. Um, so I, (laughs) yeah. Lauren, talk to us about hope. (laughs) Hope. What is hope? So the Mm -hmm. last, um, probably like two months, this question of what even is hope has just been in my mind and on my heart. And I've really been struggling with it because, um, something that like when you, when you deal with something like depression, hope is a really difficult concept um because the depression kind of just can kind of it just takes over and hope seems so far away and so I've always kind of struggled to feel hopeful and to find that um and not that I can't not that it's not there because it definitely is but it just um, takes some more time and more deliberate (laughs) positive thinking (laughs) which can be hard um and so, yeah, so hope has been on my mind, trying to figure it out. I had uh, a spiritual direction meeting like a couple weeks ago, and I straight up asked my spiritual director, what is hope? Can you tell me? Can you spell it out for me and like explain how I can find it? And then we had a, a great conversation. Of course, she didn't just give me the answer because that's not how spiritual direction works. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, But the definition that I came up with, I will, uh, I wrote it down in my notebook of feelings that uh, (laughs) nobody sees. You're sharing with us the notebook of feelings? The notebook of emotions. (laughs) (laughs) So the definition that I came up with is hope is where my choice to see the good meets God's hand and will in my noticing. And... So this idea kind of came out of, I mean, like I said, it came out of this discussion of, from my spiritual direction, but we were talking about how um, St. Ignatius said that things that are of God lead to faith, hope, and love. And so if we can find the things that are of God in our life, that will lead us to an increase in hope as well as faith and love, um, which are all... Oh, good as well but we want hope uh, <laughs> and yeah so when I notice God and when I look for him and when I ask him to make himself clear in my life which I am not diminishing that that could be really difficult to do and to find him and we've experienced that this year of like where are you um, but when we do find him or when we trust that he is in the good things, no matter how small they can be. When that, um, when that meets God, when that meets His hand and His grace 
in our noticing, when we notice the good and notice his grace, that is hope. Or when we see good and we trust that it's God and we trust that it's his hand helping us, then that is hope. Mm-hmm. And it's still a huge idea and I have no idea. Like, there's still so much of it that I don't understand. But knowing that that is my place, that's what I have to do in order to find hope is to notice God. Like, every day, that has to be my mission to find him in as small of a thing as possible in order to keep the seed of hope growing. Yeah. Really quick. Mm-hmm. God's hope, like, or you say, like, God's hand. I'm, like, a visual person. I just, like, love God's hand. Like, that's yeah. something I like to pray with a lot. And, like, God's hand is meeting you in that hope. And, like, I was just thinking about how, like, God's hand looks different through so many, like, how, like, Jesus' hand look di- looks different throughout so many, like, different stages of his life obviously like we get to pray with like the infant jesus and like the teenage jesus and like the like uh the jesus who was like breaking bread and like blessing people healing people and we get to like pray with like the wounded like scarred in his hand jesus you know so like the hope hope is going to look different in so many different ways like i don't know i think that's beautiful like Mm -hmm. jesus hands are so beautiful like that's our hope he's grabbing us I like that. Yeah. And sorry, you were saying like finding faith and like or finding hope in those little things, like finding Jesus, finding, seeing God and things will lead to faith, hope, and love. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I wrote down in my journal today. This like, I was, I wrote, I'm hoping, I don't know. I was just like trying to be like present like where I was. So I was like writing like what I was feeling, like what I was holding in my hand, like what, where I was. But then I was like, and I'm hoping in the big things and finding faith in the little things. And that was like, I was like, I'm going to take that into 2021 because like, I'm, I want to hope that like all these big things are going to happen. Like Jesus is going to move these mountains because like he, he is going to do crazy things and he wants to do those crazy things. And I want to allow him to do those things. But I have to find faith in the little things, though, too. Like, along the way, like, I have to let my faith grow through, like, those little, like, glimpses of him mm-hmm. that we see. Yeah. And... Yeah, because there's a time for the little things. And then there's a time for the mountains to be oh. moved. Wow. <laughs> Brought it back. <laughs> we got to add some stuff on. Yeah. It's not enough. Come on, Holy yeah. Spirit. It's not enough. <laughs> I have a lot of hope for 2021 and I am grateful for all of the growth that I went through in 2020. Even the growth that like, I'm still confused as to why that part of me is growing. (laughs) What did Ecclesiastes say? A time to plant and a time to uproot the plant. Why did you uproot that plant? You know what I mean? Yeah. um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Why is that plant shredded into pieces in the dirt right now? Oh my gosh, but don't give up hope. That thing can propagate. We can we can bring it back. <laughs> yes. Propagating. Propagation. Jesus, propagate our hearts. Do you want that to be your word of the year? Propagate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe that Honestly. Is, that might be good. Do you want to share your word of the year? Oh, sure. Um, I discovered it today, December 30th. Discovered it. It's been something that's kind of been on my heart. Um 
in, in an interview that I was in, this is a really good like Catholic company, yeah, company, Catholic missionary thing. I wouldn't say company, mm-hmm. but in my interview, they were like, yeah, we believe that God is abundant and we believe that like he wants to use us in our mis- ministry in that way. Like he's abundant. And I'm like, whoa, like, why are you saying that? <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. I know that's true, but like God is abundant. Like that's a huge word. Abundant is a huge word. Like there's a lot loaded in there. Yeah. And I've just kind of like been praying with that. But then like today I like wrote, I wrote something. I was like, I I am hopeful for a 2021 that will bring stability and grace and abundance. And I was like, and when I wrote abundance, I was like, nope, that's my word of the year. Like it has to be like, it just keeps coming up. And I need to like live in that truth that God is abundant. I need that. Like I know that he is and I need to live in that truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited to see the abundance of God working in your life in 2021 thanks i'm excited me too yeah what are you thinking i don't know i haven't chosen my word quite yet um kind of something that has come up in prayer recently um and that i've heard other people say recently is the phrase in this i was reminded of this phrase because you're saying god of abundance i've been hearing the phrase um god is a god who sees us and I don't, I mean, that's not one word. It's more of a phrase. Seen. Seen. Or gaze. Ooh, gaze. Oh, phrase gaze. I feel like gaze was my 2020 word. Like, Ooh. unintentionally. Like, I never said it, but, like, that was something that I prayed with all the time. It's like, God, let me, let your gaze be on me. God, let my gaze be on you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, the gaze of Christ. Wow. So, so maybe that'll be, maybe seen or gaze. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, resting resting in the gaze of Christ and being seen and known and loved in that and yeah recently Jesus asked me to just be with him in the same way that a mother is with her child and just resting in that Mm -hmm. and so I guess that's kind of the same as like like a mom just like adores her baby and just like stares at their little face and their chubby cheeks and they don't have to talk at all but there's just so much love in that like noticing and and seeing them and I feel like maybe that's again that's not a word I don't know (laughs) gaze maybe that'll be my yeah yeah now I'm just rambling about this all sorry no I love it um you just like talked about like holding a baby and like holding Jesus like Jesus invited you to, to hold him the way that like Mary held him. Mm-hmm. And like, that was, that was a reflection that I had, like at the visitation that I went to, like um, it was open casket. So it was really hard to be there. It was really hard to see the, like, it's just like hard. It was really hard for everyone. And we were seeking comfort and everyone, like most people sought comfort in the kids that were there, like in the like little babies, we were blessed to have like um, three little babies there. And I like asked my sister if I could hold my nephew and she's like, it's actually like really, it's like, it's comforting me. It's helping me like holding the baby. So I was like holding the baby Jesus, like in our suffering is such a healing thing. Like it's, it's, it's a comforting thing. Like hold the baby Jesus. Like we don't like, we don't really think about holding the baby Jesus often. Mm-hmm. Like we just like, don't think about baby Jesus as much as we think about um, Jesus on the cross, which is like, valid but like let's think about baby jesus some too yeah yeah and like if you imagine holding jesus in your arms 
and then you look up like mary's not gonna be far behind and joseph too but any like newborn mom or new new mom i don't know how to phrase that any new mom is not going to like stray away from her child for very long and and they're so excited to share their baby with other people and just imagining like the calm peacefulness of sleeping jesus in your arms or maybe he's crying i don't know maybe you can join in that crying <laughs> diaper change yeah <laughs> maybe he's hungry i don't know um <laughs> but like if you look up from that like sleeping little cutie face who are you gonna see you're gonna see mary with joy pouring out of her tired weary face <laughs> Just, like, so excited that you are embracing him and resting with him and holding him. And, yeah, I think that's the joy and hope that we need going into 2021. Like, we're all so tired and need to just rest. And Mary is so excited to be there in those moments of rest. And, yeah. And Joseph. And Joseph. Shout out to the year of Joseph. Yes. Yeah. He's, He's right by Mary's side. Terror of demons, man. <laughs> That's what we need in 2021. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So we've got, I feel pretty good. And maybe it's just because we have been amping it up and talking about this, but I even feel a little better about 2021 now. Yeah, I do too, actually. This is good. This <laughs> exactly what we planned, what we hoped for. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, hope top. Huh? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so good. So we just invite you to look at 2021 in a good, like, hopeful way and be grateful for all the things that we went through in 2020. And you put the timelessness, timeless in our hearts. We're not going to really know. Not all, all of us are going to have an answer for 2020 yet, but it's there. Mm-hmm. He was there too. Mm-hmm. Amen. Anything else to say to wrap us up, Lauren? Um, no. Notice All God's right. hands. Notice God's hands. <gasps> where, where are they at? Yeah. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, we'll see you Take- next year. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. You're too funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Had to do it. Um, yeah, hopefully it doesn't take us a whole nother year to film another podcast. Mm. I always say that. We should stop trash talking our inability. Like we always we always do it. Yeah. We, we still always... have a routine because I don't have a routine yet. That's okay. That's all right. Anyways, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, peace out. Take it easy. Merry uh, Christmas. Praying for you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry, very, Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. Bye now.